This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. It's like, Exhibit, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted my car fixed. Ha ha, ha ha, it's a taco. You guys want to do a DMX impression? No. No? No. You know! I found a website that has an article about this. I guess guess what the website's called. It's I'm on space.com. I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out. You leave me in the trenches taking grenades, John. Get out of here, Russia. You don't get to cheat and win. They're Hydra. The Business on Top podcast. Santa's coming down for the spicy tuna roll and Natty Light at 2 a.m. Fun fact. Have you guys seen the movie Monsters, Inc.? I'm familiar with the work, yes. It's been a while. Uh, one of the most famous lines from that movie. We got a 2319. Oh, okay. There's a white sock attached you do not, to a monster. You do not want a 2319. No, no, no. I will no. just tell you. <clears throat> it's not good for you. You will get shaved and showered real quick. <laughs> uh, so, fun fact about that that little scene. I feel like it's Pixar, right? Pixar is the one who made Monsters, Inc. Yes, that was, I think, that was the... Not the sequel to Toy Story, but that was their follow-up to Toy Story. Yeah, so they're very detailed in their movie making. Um, did you guys know that 2319 is actually code for... Uh, I'm going to split this up. So the 23rd letter of the alphabet is W. The 19th letter of the alphabet is S. What is that? WS white sock there was a white sock attached to this monster which they then took off of him and the rest is history obviously that's just that blows that blows my mind right i think there's there's i think one other show that puts as much attention to detail into it as like a pixar movie or um you know production would be and that's rick and morty but yeah, it is kind of amazing that they would put so much thought into something Doesn't like Marvel that. Doesn't Marvel also do that? Also, like, how does that kind yeah. of stuff get out? Doesn't that, Marvel do that? Like, with like, if you look back, isn't there? I feel like there's some movies. Yeah, there probably are like, d- like Easter, Easter eggs, eggs and subtle details there. Yeah, like um, uh, like in the first Iron Man, you'll see the Ten Rings emblem on uh the terrorists like equipment and stuff. And at, at that point, when we watched Iron Man 1, nobody knew what that was. Um, unless you're, like, a comic book nerd and, and you understand. But, but even then, you yeah. were, like, at that point, it was so early in the MCU, you just dismiss, either right. dismiss it as a coincidence or just not notice it at all. Yeah, now you, see, now you see Shang-Chi and you see the Ten Rings emblem and his dad, you know, being the, the leader of it. And now you see, you see back, like, the first movie of the MCU. It's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. More than ten years back, which is insane. It's a good point. You know, I thought I thought it was amazing that, uh, like, you can go back and you can watch so many different Disney movies, and they'll all have references to each other. Do you ever go back and and look at the memes that like there there is always a reference to an upcoming Pixar movie in the preceding Pixar movie? Have yeah. you ever have you ever seen that meme? Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, I've seen that on like TikTok or some like social media where, where like little shadows of old movies and the new movies yeah like, and like in boo's room there's like the wally robot for instance and yeah. then like in wally there was like a reference to cars and 
And then Cars 2, they referenced, you know, I don't I don't know, maybe it was like a balloon and it was up. They, it's pretty they, witty. They think very far ahead on that kind of stuff. It's great. It, it's funny, like, how you think about the the internet and how it's made, like, access to information and anecdotes a lot easier. Have you guys ever heard the story about Toy Story 2 and about how, it, like, some idiot almost deleted it? <laughs> I feel like I vaguely I heard about heard that. Okay. Yeah, so I, I want to go ahead and just... Guys, filibuster for me one second while I pull this story out because, like, what do you remember about Toy Story 2? Did you go see that in the theater? And what was your experience like? I just remember being so excited that we were being introduced to new toys and, uh, you know, Buzz Lightyear had a, had a real enemy to fight in that movie. Was that the Zerg one? That I was. couldn't tell you. I couldn't yeah, tell you. It was. You, you don't remember Toy Story 2? I remember it you beginning. You should know by now. A lot of these movies that I watch, I, I watch them. And I just I like just watch them to watch. I don't look too far into it. I don't really retain too much. I like watches. Oh, that's cool. And then that's it. Exits my brain. But you remember every sports stat. I remember of a lot of time. sports stats. I remember every <laughs> FSU game I worked in my four years. Plays that happened. Uh, scores, you know. But that, that's besides the point. My brain has a limited memory capacity, capacity and it, a lot of it is taken up by sports gotcha okay this is from the gotcha. independent but there have been a lot of different other different stories that have been told about this in 1998 pixar was getting really getting ready to release toy story 2 which is crazy because it doesn't feel like 1998 was when toy story 2 came out oh right. well that's we another s- reason why I don't, it was 98 when it, toy story 2 came out Dude, that was when the Yankees won the World Series. It was the first, oh, I know. It was the first year of their that's three-peat. What, I feel like ben that has to be like the greatest time yeah, in your life. That was the greatest yeah. season the Yankees ever had. But that's what I'm saying. It was 98. We were six. I mean, of course, that's why I don't remember Toy Story 2. <laughs> Scott Brocious. Scott Brocious. God. But, God, okay, film was nearly complete and final <laughs> edits were being made, but when someone hit the wrong button, the movie's files began to disappear. Someone apparently hit RMRF, which... Would have made somebody probably say MF, which, roughly speaking, <laughs> commands the system to begin removing every file below the current directory. Wow. And apparently the supervising technical director was the only one that had, like, saved the backup file to, like, some other part of the computer. And so could you imagine them having to pick up and redo all of Toy Story 2 from the beginning? Well, moral of the story is always have a backup. So yeah, well, we don't we don't follow that moral. No, I I, I feel like we've had at least one or two episodes of this show deleted. No, we which is probably okay because this show shouldn't see the light it's of day anyway. It's all in the cloud. Don't worry, Apple Apple uh, knows. Yeah, no, I, th- I don't think we've deleted. Uh, we've never deleted. I don't but think we've deleted. I think we've mis uh, recorded an episode before where you think it's recording but it's not but other otherwise like I don't think I've ever deleted we've got some lost scenes. video footage floating up there in the cloud it, re- <laughs> it remind you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of your you remember that movie with uh, Jason Siegel who was it like sex tape and, like film a sex tape but like they load it to the cloud she's like it's the cloud. Everything's in the cloud. Anybody can get to it. Is that what Cameron Diaz? I don't. Remember. I think so. They had yeah. such good chemistry on Bad Teacher, which, okay. God, so so that's also like an underrated, sneaky, good, quotable movie. All right. Well, more you know here on Business on Top. Um, all right. So well, let's let's get into this now. There was a yeah. A lot of there like, was a debate that we were having. 
off the air, and I wanted to kind of bring it to light, and I, I sort of pushed pause on it. Ben, you heard something pretty controversial about some video games and, and the degree of this difficulty of Twitter. playing video games. Now, I don't know if this is a troll job. You'd have to hope this is a troll job, or like he did it for clicks. But so, like cloud chasing? Either way, I mean, this is a pretty well known content creator. Um, if you play Call of Duty, his name he goes by Joe Woe. Um, but pretty much there was someone said something on Twitter, then he followed it up with um, quote. This is directly from him. Baseball is the easiest professional sport, and I will die in this hill or mound. And then someone said, you know, you couldn't make contact with an 80 mile, mile per hour fastball, let, a, let alone 100. That doesn't even factor in off speeds, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, imagine hitting something three out of ten times and being considered a great hitter. Imagine I only had to hit three out of ten shots in Call of Duty to be considered amazing. <laughs> Life would be good. Um, and people are roasting him and all this stuff. And, you know, you'd think it's a troll job, but he kind of keeps going. And, um, you know, he's not the first person who said that baseball... That is such a Neanderthal it, mouth, it, by the way. I is, mean, get out of here. Yeah, it, it's it's a bad argument. But, like, people yeah. with baseball and golf... I mean, think about all the people who've never played that say it's an easy sport. Like, oh, you just got to hit a ball. It's like, yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> yeah, like, good. you go up, get ten pitches, you won't even hit one of them. Um, and so, he said hitting three out of ten, like... First, you gotta yeah, get. You have to actually get a base 10, hit, you're though. A, you're a hall of fame. If you hit three out of ten, your whole career, you're a hall of famer. Yeah. Two out of ten is like you know, obviously very, very average. But um, if you hit three out of ten consistently, you're in the hall of fame. And yeah, that just shows you. God. It shows you the guys who never played sports growing up. That's it, what, I think that's what it shows you. It's incredible to me that somebody equates like those two tasks in terms of fractions. Oh. Like, doing something three out of ten times versus doing another thing three out of ten times as if they're the same activity yeah. and they're equally as difficult. To take it a step further, it's like, <laughs> to make it, I mean, this is like a, a, a stupid analogy, but it's like, oh, he only, you know, like, it's something random, like, oh, he was only able to solve this Rubik's Cube like three out of ten times. Oh. It's the same thing, right. Yeah. If I, oh, that's not that's not hard. There, certain things are a lot easier to do than others. Lucking into a killing at Call of Duty is probably going to be easier than going to the major leagues and hitting a fastball. And I don't know if it was like I don't I don't remember if it was Dexter Fowler or Jason Hayward, but there was somebody that was on a podcast recently. Dexter Fowler. Do you know Dexter what I'm? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I saw the clip. Yeah, I didn't see the whole podcast, but I saw like a like a twenty second clip, or I think they asked him, "Is baseball the hardest part?" And he said, "By far." I think I think that's what he said. Yeah. Right? So, so tell the people a little bit more about that for those of you, those only, who haven't listened to it. That's the only clip I saw. Dexter Fowler got asked by I don't even remember what podcast he was on. It was like, "What are your thoughts on baseball? And is this the hardest professional sport?" And um, or no, wasn't wasn't he presented with the scenario? Was this him? Can I think he was talking like to one of the points? the Nuggets players. Exactly. Yeah, he was like, "Which do you think you could do? Score four, average four points." a game in the nba over like i don't know whatever they said like 20 games 30 games or could you hit like 200 for i don't know 10 games let's say like which would be easier to do and he and he said uh basketball would be easier of course average four points a game you can luck into four points, but, I mean, good luck getting at-bats the rest of the season and hitting 100. I mean, that also shows you what, how good of a multifaceted athlete Michael Jordan was. 
Yeah. Because Michael Jordan hit 200 of the minors. I don't think there are too many Same athletes. With, that I mean, can look do that. at Bo Jackson or Dion. Yeah. I mean, those guys had those guys were in the majors. MJ didn't even make the majors. Yeah. Brian, yeah, the, Brian the, Jordan, they're Deion freaks, Sanders. man. Those are like Bo Jackson, once in a lifetime players, multi-sport Russell players. Russell Wilson. Yeah, you know Russell Wilson was uh, was a good baseball player in his own right. That's that's uh, definitely true. Joe Maurer. Joe. Ma- well, Tom Brady, Tom Brady was drafted yeah. as a catcher. Was he? Bryce Montreal Harper? Expos. But he wasn't. Wait. No. I don't think my, I don't think Bryce Harper baseball, played any right? other Todd sports. Uh, yes, Todd Helton, backup Peyton quarterback Manning. to Peyton Manning. Yep. God, what? Wonder, uh, I would love to see the. So, ti- oh, I would oh, love yeah, to see the timeline Harper. where Todd Helton gets the okay. starting Here, job. Here's though. a good story. I don't know if I've told you this story. This is perfect, actually. So when I was, um, uh, we won't mention the team or the players in this conversation, but um, was working for uh, an NFL team, and it was right before <laughs> practice started, and was throwing around actually with the quarterbacks, and randomly, um, went up to one of the quarterbacks and said how how fast do you think you could throw off a mound right now now keep in mind this guy was six 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 you know he's a big dude right and like typically the bigger the bigger you are the harder you you throw but even at six 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 seven if you if you don't throw a baseball i mean i don't know i guess 70 like i don't know how like what a good gauge would be if you're like just that height naturally whatever but he said that Right now, if someone handed him a baseball, he could probably throw eighty nine ninety. If he had like three weeks to a month, where he could like do the proper stretching and the pop proper like, you know, routines. Because obviously, a football and a baseball are two different arm movements. He said he could top. He could get to like the mid nineties. I vaguely recall this. I don't remember who said it. That was one quarterback. The other one, he looked over at the other one and said, "What about you?" And the guy said similar thing, like. Give me a couple weeks, I could throw in the mid-90s. I mean, if he was uh, a quarterback, I yeah. wouldn't be stunned. I mean, like, you have to have a certain amount of arm strength well, to saying. be a legitimate quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Like, think of, there's, there, uh, uh, you know, guys like, um, I mean, Kyler obviously got drafted or, you know, almost could have played professional. But, like, how good these guys' arms are, like quarterbacks especially, um, they just, like, they just, there's something, they, they were just gifted with, like, this talent of, throwing hard yeah football baseball and yeah, they they say it I, very nonchalantly like 90 I, I believe it i mean i definitely believe it i mean the ball the football is heavier than a baseball one so and they're throwing it hard it, very hard you don't see on on screen you don't see it but like you've been very practice yeah when you're at field up, level you have no idea how hard. fast yeah. and it's physical scary yeah yeah like sometimes you really can't even see it it comes in really fast i mean um, and then you realize why guys wear gloves because it's. I mean, it's really hard. It's some of the, some of the guys are hard. Yeah. So uh, we'll bring this full circle. I mean, Joe Joe Woe has no argument here, really. Yeah. It's really for clicks. I'm. I mean, I'm hoping. I like pray. Yeah. And we need some. We need some MLB players to kind of chime in here and just shut them down. I saw. Hey, um, if he wants to come on this podcast and have a debate with me, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to we'd do love it. To have him may, on. We may bring it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell him right to his face how stupid that opinion is. Yeah. Hell yeah. Frankie, get him on. Frank- um, <laughs> Frankie. Someone actually tweeted at him. You know the guy, King of Juco? Yeah. He's been like, yeah, the Asian with, like, uh, Trevor Bauer. Like, they've yeah. been doing King of Juco? Uh, he, like, he, like no. does, like, BP pretty much. He, like, I don't know. He, he played for San Fran for a little bit. Did he? I yeah, he was, he, he was actually in the minors. He was in the minors. I knew yeah. he was in the minors. Well, whatever. He's, like, 
got really big during the pandemic he was you know like i don't i, I don't even know like i guess he was just showing himself hitting like pitchers just, and like different yeah. like whatever um someone who works for that in that realm invited they said we'll pay for your trip like we'll pay all expenses paid trip if you come to the yep. facility and mm-hmm. hit with us to show um like how easy baseball is so that'd be interesting if that happens we'll have to do a follow-up on the next episode if if he does it but he won't because he he wait he actually commented he didn't comment he didn't respond to that but someone commented at oh him at him saying that. you should come do this <laughs> i mean it's He's going to get embarrassed, this Joe Will kid. I mean, I lost yeah. a lot of respect for him, honestly, after that. Well, well, without that take. respect, should we move on or should we put all that respect into what we're all fighting for, this fantasy football trophy? Are we going to do the BOT annual fantasy football segment coming up next? I think we should. I can't wait. Coming up next, the top three of the four from last year. Looking to repeat. Top three of the four. I'm coming. My name's getting on that trophy one of these days. Well, after you put Ben's name for <laughs> the past year, and then we'll go to the All right. All right. Thank you. Enough. <laughs> the Business on Top podcast. Did you did you end up watching Serena Williams last night? Did you guys happen to watch her win at the U.S. Open? I just saw her win. I didn't see uh, anything else. Yeah, it was uh, it was really something. The crowd was was behind her every step of the way, and they were living and dying with every point. And you really should have heard the the New York crowd explode every time she got a point. And the stars were out too. Mike Tyson was there. Bill Clinton was there. Um, for good reason. Yeah, uh, Gail King was there. Oprah sent a video because you didn't know if that match was going to be your last one. That was a match that I actually wanted to go to if I wasn't so busy with work stuff this week. I probably would have ended up, ended up going. Um, but I cried on my I cried on my couch. And not like at the end when she won. It was like it was like a random point where like she tied it up at like 30 all and she was like def- you know, she was returning serve and I just kind of like just started producing tears. Um, that makes me sound like a robot, but that's what we call crying. Yeah. And, and it was strange cause I, I started to think a little bit about why. And I think it was because pretty much in my entire life, as long as I can remember, Serena Williams has been in it, not like as a close personal friend, but Serena Williams has been dominant, dominant in the face of women's tennis. She's one of only four players ever to win a match in her teens her 20s her 30s and her 40s now because she's 40 years old playing in this u.s open which as a tennis player it's unheard of you age out of tennis in your like your mid 30s let alone your 40s yeah if you're still playing tennis in your late 30s like that's incredible and we haven't seen that until like you know for instance on the men's side nadal and murray and federer who are all like it's crazy because somebody said they're all michael jordan and they're all playing at the same time (laughs) yeah like it's so bizarre to think about but like serena williams is the well michael jordan is the serena williams of basketball yeah like that's how incredible serena williams is and so i found myself like crying like here's this person who i've known since i was you know six years old seven years old and you know, tonight she might be gone forever, or Wednesday she might be gone forever, and it's you know it's looking 
like possibly Wednesday might be the last night because she's she's now going up against the two seed in Annette Contaveit. But like I I felt I felt justified in crying in a way, but I also felt like such a loser. No, it's I mean sports is I would say like our lives for the most part. You know we grew up on sports. Um, us three, you know, in, in just particularly, us three, particularly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I feel like anybody we've seen throughout our lifetime, uh, sports-wise, whatever sport it is, there's like an emotional attachment to it. Um, even if we don't follow them every day, every week, um, you know, you hear about these, these, you know, Serena Williams winning month after month, you know, as the years go on. Uh, you might not, like, put in an emotional attachment then, but as you get older, you mature, you start realizing how... I think you're impressive th- and you you start playing the sport you start you kind of realize like how uh amazing the like the how the incredibly dominant the, that person is yeah yeah in any sport honestly like and we've, we've all played pretty much all the sports and, and think about it like you know? from the time that we were seven we're now 30 year old men yeah from the time that we were seven serena williams was on the tennis circuit serena williams was winning when i first got into tennis in 2012 Serena Williams was winning when I started law school in 2015. Serena Williams, even as recently as like 2019 or even 2020 in the Australian Open before the whole world went sideways, was making deep runs in the Australian Open. And so it's crazy to like think that oh, there's almost like a part of you that has persisted and has been around since you were a kid is like gone. It's like when they had the last episode of Arthur or the last episode <laughs> of SpongeBob. It's like, oh, this was the thing that was in my past, and now it, now it's completely gone. But I'm curious, like, is, has there been anything in your adult life where you're like, wait a minute, why am I crying about this? Uh, for sports? Or just in general, like, is there a dumb thing that you've cried up for? For instance, I watched uh, Big Hero 6 over the weekend, and I was constantly on the verge of tears for the no, last, like, 40 minutes of that movie. No, it doesn't count, because they always make you cry with those movies. Any scene with a dog makes me cry, I feel <laughs> like. Uh... I'll say one after if Ben if you have one. I mean I wouldn't say dumb, but uh Um Well I know well the episode of Pokemon when uh well like, this wasn't is an adult, but I don't know. I haven't well, seen that Butterfree episode in a while. It might make me cry. We'll we'll quickly do this and then we'll get into fantasy so we don't, uh, <laughs> we don't we'll, we'll quickly the switch the the, mo- the mood real quick. Um I'd say the two that come to mind would be um, Jeter's last home game at Yankee Stadium. That, that was, was a game-winning hit. And then um, Kobe. Kobe's... Holy crap. I Kobe's, swear to God. Uh, this um, my Both of my answers. You guys are not totally a, insane. Not his funeral, but like they did the thing at the Staples Center. And that was very... Uh, with Shaq? With Shaq. Like yeah. Shaq, MJ. That one like really hit home. Um, those are the first two that I can think of. I mean, sports doesn't really... Uh, I, ben is made of wires. He's a badass. It's hard no, to get him to it's, cry. It's, it, I, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a little different because, like, I worked in in sports, so it kind of humanized, like, these athletes are just, you know... I don't know how to explain They're real it. people with they're, lives, they're real, right? They're, they're, their workplace yes. is just different than They're not, than like, ours. the superhero, right, that we think of as kids. And... Um, Maybe that's like the a con of working in sports, right? Like, um, what's the saying? Like, the, um, 
don't meet your heroes or whatever. Yeah, like, uh, trust yeah. me. <laughs> uh, VJ was in the Toronto <laughs> airport when I uh, met somebody who I I used to consider a I quote unquote a hero. Great story. Didn't end well for me. Yeah, this is the you can find out. Yeah, we can tell that next week unless okay. you guys want to hear right. it now. I mean, no, we'll tell it next week. Yeah, I mean, hop into fans. Yeah, there was a time where I met a WWE superstar. Or I guess right, you I call him a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Rude in an airport, and he was le- a little less than nice to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like that. It's like, you know, you kind of realize like athletes are, um, not all of them, but some of them um, are different than the the character they portray. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe like that factors into, you know, I don't. Sports doesn't have the same impact emotionally on me as it did prior to working in sports. Right. Um, it, it wasn't Rick Rude. It was actually Bobby Rude. So I just wanted to jump in there with that. Sorry, <laughs> Rick well, Rude. I mean, the last name. Rick is Rude, Rude's no. So yeah, Rick. Anything different. Rick Rude's no longer with us. Rest in peace, Ravishing Rick. Well, uh, one one person who I haven't met, who I would love to meet, who is my hero, thanks to. Um, He's won me a lot of championships in his name, is uh, Golden Tate. And <laughs> nice. Now, when I came up with the name, fantasy football. The legend. Not only fantasy football is a fun time, <clears throat> obviously, for drafting. Like, it's a great time of year. But it's a new year to think of team names, um, to Google team names. Fantasy football. Fantasy team football names. team names. Yeah. I've used the same name for, oh, man, it's been Every year I would change my name, and then for some reason I, I made, like, in, I'm in three or four leagues. My team name was, like, Golden Taints. I mean, it has just, like, been wildfire. Like, the Taints are just on fire um, year in and year out. So You should give your winnings, half your winnings to uh, Golden Tate. No. Because he's uh, no. he's won you all these championships. And, and speaking of which, this might be the first year <laughs> he's completely out of the league. Last year he got signed in the middle of the year, I think, by the Titans. I think it, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, and it sparked a uh, run. He had a nice little productive ten-year um, career. He did, but um, yeah, this is fantasy football season. We have drafts. Our draft is next week. Um, for us three, the league we're all in, but I know we have drafts this week. Oh. And um, yeah, I mean, I I guess I said it last year too. I feel very unprepared going into this year. I don't really know sleepers or guys who are. Uh, you know, kind of flying under the radar. I really don't know who's going where in the draft, other than maybe like the top five. Oh, I've done a lot of mocks, so I know oh, who's going where. Okay, there's so a lot of young talent. I right? gotta catch up. But it's a weird, it's a weird draft this year because running backs are in such short supply, and you don't know who's going to be good and who's not going to be. Right. I and feel McCaffrey's like one of them, but he's always hurt. Dalvin's one of them. But right. He's hurt. You only got what? Derrick like, Henry usually isn't hurt, but last year he was. Hurt. You got like Jonathan Taylor, I think, is like the consensus. He one. is. He's. If you get the first pick and you don't take Jonathan Taylor, you CMC. are going. I won't say you're stupid, but I will say you're going against conventional wisdom. He seems to be the consensus one. And then Cooper Cup, I've seen in the top three in drafts. I guess it depends on if you're PPR. It's really only a PPR, I would guess, Cooper Cup's right. like. Only because his volume is just ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, our draft is next week. I'm sure we will either we will definitely recap it. I don't know if we're going to do our show before or after the draft. Um, it has I guess it'll after. be after. Yeah, it'll it have to be, to be after. after. Yeah. But yeah, fantasy football is a, a fun time of year. It, it you follow games at 
of teams that you don't root for, but you got guys in it. Um, the tough part about fantasy, if you're in multiple leagues, is not drafting the same guy in all. Oh, God, yeah, I was worst. gonna say it's like hard. You have you have your guys that you want to take, but at the same time, like there's an element of boredom in ta- in basically having the same roster across yes. two or three. And plus, leagues. you're riding on like if that guy or team, I guess that guy has a bad week. He has a bad week for all your all teams, your teams. In all right? Three leagues, yeah. So, um, Captain, you know, you're going down with the ship if you do that. Right. Yeah, pros and cons. But here's a question. This is what I've I'd, I've wrestled with year in and year out for the draft, and I'm curious your take. So, obviously, there's a strategy of drafting uh, based on bye weeks, right? Especially guys oh. at the same position. <laughs> like Trump. There's no strategy. There's no strategy. So, are you in the boat where bye weeks don't matter, or would you rather draft, like, three running backs with the same bye week, just take the L that week, and then have them all No, you'd rather split up the bye week? I guess I an- I anticipate your question. I go best overall player. If everybody's bye week falls on one week, you figure it out. You pick up somebody on waiver. Someone's I, bound to get hurt. Football's an unpredictable sport. You go best available player. I agree. No, but I I've, agree. I've never been in that position where, like, more than two or three players are. Well, let's say, <clears> let's say <throat> in, like, this. a weird world, you know, you pick Dalvin in the first round. Like, let's say at the end of the first, and then you could pick, like, I mean, I know he's Justin, the same, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, okay. right? So yeah. your two best players are going to be on the bye the same week. That I can do. I'm saying, like, if it's more than, like, three players, then something's wrong. But that would, like, what are the chances? Some, sometimes it does. I haven't looked at bye weeks this year, but bye weeks do factor in sometimes to who. <laughs> I mean, dude, uh, in I would take I mean, the L. eight years I've done it, never have I had more than, like, three people on the on the same bye week. Yeah, and that and that's, that's maybe that's just like a, a law of numbers or whatever it is, but it's rare. It's, just, it's not a common yeah. thing, but I'd like to know the stats for that actually. Uh, yeah, I mean you know? it changes every year. I guess teams on what teams have the same bye weeks, but yeah. um, ten to twelve man league, like it, it, you know. Yeah, there's a lot the of chances are yeah. There's a lot of variables. A lot of variables. Hopefully, um, the three of us were in the final four last year. Hopefully. Again, we this repeat. year, repeat. We're trying to keep this trophy on this table. That's the goal, I think, for the three of us. My my goal is I only have one goal, one single solitary goal, and it's to to win, make that trophy, have my name on it, and uh, let's see, I'm over, I'm over ten. I've got uh, two years left to make it happen. Maybe in that last year, I can. What do you mean? There's a back to this it. trophy. There is a back. I just don't know how that would work. I mean, I guess I could put a bunch of things on it. I mean, uh, oh, they drill it and figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we have tools. Well, the technology. Well, well, we we're not cavemen. Do you? I, I, <clears throat> do you well, I, I I can't really answer this question because again, I haven't done much research. I want to hold this big piece of wood in my hand yes. and feel like a champion. Right, right. Is there a guy that you're <laughs> zeroed in on that's a sleeper that you're like? You'd be willing to dr- – you don't have to say the name, but that you're – like you got a guy that you think is going to like flying under the radar you want it at all costs. Like you'll draft him early if you have to. There, there's one guy in particular that I think is being tragically undervalued and I'll probably end up scooping him up and – Okay. You have to say who it is. Yeah, you- yeah. I mean it's a wide receiver okay. um, well. and he's good. <laughs> okay. And, uh, he and is he- in the NFL – Okay. And it's okay. not like an early round pick. It's like somebody who's like in the mid. It, it's it's like before a 100. 
I got there, one. There right. are certain guys that I feel like are tragically undervalued, and then there, there's always like somebody that's up there in the second round. You're like, what are they doing up there? Javante Williams is that guy for me. Like, what is wrong with this picture? He's still going to split carries with Melvin Gordon. I know he's going to get more, but it's not like he's going to be a feature like three down back. I got a player that's a sleeper that I can just say. If you that's can okay, say, I'm not. I'm not, d- I'm not saying I'm not, not going to draft. I'm just saying. I'll say it if you say it. I'm just saying. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Before you guys say it, I don't have one. Like I, I oh, can't. Okay, I'm okay. not prepared for this. Well, Jaden, me I'm neither, gonna be so but sad I've, if Ben wins the league with this. I've guy. seen highlights, <laughs> and uh, this guy seems. pretty. Are you sure you want to say it? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, if he's on the table, maybe I'll take him. If not, I'm not gonna be mad. All right. Pickens, Steelers. Oh, George Pickens. I, yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard some things about him. I, I yeah, I think he's. He's, I think he's, he's got too much publicity now. I think a lot of people are gunning for him, yeah. personally. Brees Hall. Yeah. But the, it's it's tough because... You never have, know. When you have a committee at running back, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough with the committee, but yeah, yeah. Anything no. could happen. Dude, I'm, I'm excited for the Jets. I, I feel like I say this every year, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, and Gary, you and Gary, you and Gary V. Yeah, me and Gary the Jets. We talk man. all the time, you know. We'll see. We'll we're we're see. gonna do our fantasy league. I think we're gonna do a daily. Um, yeah, we started a we'll daily a little, last Sunday. We'll, we'll have to post. Daily. We'll have to post about it. It's fun throwing a couple bucks. Uh, completely legal. Couple bucks. Um, unfortunately, Florida hasn't gotten their act together with, you know, other things. So, um, that's fine. No par. No Sunday parlays. No, no, not just yet. No I want to give the fans. Parlays. I want to give some fa- the fans some fantasy advice, though. Like, all right, we'll, we'll <coughs> some have to constructive do a, advice. A weekly fantasy segment. Okay, get rid of your kickers and all your fantasy leagues. Yeah. Kickers are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. I think we should close out the episode with this. So we're in a league. If people don't remember, where we removed the kicker, which um, I think was maybe a hot topic at the start of it. I don't remember how it went down, but. I actually commend you for I don't know if you were the one to bring it up, Shane, but I think it is great to not have a kicker. I think he was, it was he was. I can't one. take credit for it. I was the one who actually made the executive decision to do that in our league, but I can't take credit for the person for being the person who did that first. I think I, I modeled it after a different league that I'm a part of where having no kicker is, is a lot better. I'm fairly certain we know who it is that brought that up. Yeah, I mean it is. It is that. It is that particular Our number person. one listener. Who doesn't? No, 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 no. It wasn't him. Oh. It was not. It was not Tim Hankis, friend of the show. <laughs> well, whoever it was, good idea. The kicker. It's such a hit or miss position. Um, yeah, it adds a little fun, a little value, but you don't need him. You don't need him. Add an extra. The, no, spot. like the we were just talking about this during the break. I lost by point eight <laughs> in in fantasy, and it was because I had one kicker who got five points and missed an extra point, and the kicker that I was playing against in championship week put up a nineteen. That's oh not God. right. Yeah. Fantasy is great because, especially like a year like this, it's gonna be. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be a random year. There's so much young talent coming up. There's, like a there's a lot of turnover, sleepers, right? A lot more a lot sleepers. Like the, more. the vets are on their way out. The young guys are on their way in. A lot of trades. Like, they're, they're great players on different teams now. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a fun year. Uh, my advice, I think one piece of advice <clears throat> for people who are, like, trying to get serious into fantasy 
is the law of large numbers. You know, if you're playing fantasy, try to be in like two or three leagues. And Ben and I talked about this off off air, but uh, the goal is to be top three in all your leagues. So make sure there's prizes for the top three in all your leagues and mm-hmm. just try to win your money back. And then good things will happen after that. It's it's worked for me personally. It's worked for Ben, I'm pretty sure personally. I'm sure, Shane, you've had advantages. Let's in the not past talk too. about me. But hey. I've, I've won the league one time in, in 12 years and 24 <laughs> tries. So Listen, let's not talk about one's me. One's better than none. Yeah, one That's is true. better. And that didn't happen until last year. That's Not fine. last year. You know year what? Before. Positivity. Posit- you gotta have. You gotta be positive. Okay. Can't so thank be you so much, AJ Brown and Corey Davis. <laughs> this could you be guys the year. Are, if I ever meet you, I'll give you a hug. So I guess next episode we'll recap uh, our draft. We'll have our teams, which is exciting to think about. Maybe some yeah. new team names. Um, year, season ten of the league my goodness already coming up next week season 10 of the league 10 year anniversary episode 74 of bot with time to be alive stay tuned stay safe